Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Zach, how are you this lovely evening? Uh, pleasant. Pleasant's good. Mm-hmm. This little treat I'm drinking is very pleasant. Oh, yeah. Just a Hodag crushing beers on the label. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. The Hodag beer. The Hodag beer. From, Straight uh, from Rhinelander. Rhinelander, baby. www.hodagthehodagstore.com Oh, yeah. If you're unfamiliar with the Hodag, I mean, for one, what's going on here? Yeah. Two, listen to uh, the episode Zach did on Fearsome Critters. Mm-hmm. That was my first exposure to the Hodag, and he's left an impression in my heart since that very day. Or just go to Instagram and look up anything related to the Hodag, and you will find many Hodag accounts. Yep. All from Rhinelander. He's got quite the social media presence. Yeah, he's a hell of a guy. He's a Hodag. He's a hell of a guy. <laughs> Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they'll quote me on that. See if I can get them to put that on the... If I ever go to Rhinelander, when I go to Rhinelander, Mm -hmm. um, I will bring a mounted or framed copy of my picture that I illustrated of the Hodeg fishing, and I will have that quote on it. He's a hell of a guy, Zach. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) perfect. It's the Hodeg fishing. Well, I'm glad we talked about that in the beginning of this episode. Why? Because we're not going in that direction at all, really, with this episode. No Wisconsin. Then. No Wisconsin. Well, I mean, in a roundabout way, it involves Wisconsin, but because it involves, you know, all of Earth. So, uh, okay. I mean, that's, you know, Wisconsin, as far as I know, is still part of the Earth. As far as I know, it is. Okay. Well, so let's talk about some stuff. All right. So, was March 2020... When it all came crashing down. Hmm. When our presumed dominance over this planet was confirmed to be a fallacy. Okay. Well, I mean, so think back to like March of 2020. Like what happened? Anything? A couple things. Yeah. What, what may a couple of these things have been? Well, I mean, I pretty much started my, uh, the job I wanted for a long time. And then it got jeopardized immediately by a what? global pandemic. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, what if I was to tell you, I ain't talking about that pandemic. Uh, well, I figured. Because <laughs> it was too easy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the horror show of the past 15 months. Yeah. We're still in it. Kind of. Yeah, it's not over, guys. Kind of over. But I mean, not. it's over for me, and I think it's pretty much over for you. Yeah. But like the rest of the world and a lot of this country. Because you know what? Sometimes, you know, you just, nobody tells you what to do. I don't like it when people tell me what to do. Right. So if someone's like, hey, you better do this. You might die. Fuck you. I don't care if I die. Oh. No. Yeah, that's not how you operate. Hmm. Not with these things anyways. No. And I mean, if we look at some of the uh, the numbers, 
Just saying. It's almost like vaccines do something. It's a weird idea. I don't know. Maybe, I, I, maybe they do. I know I say a lot of outlandish things in this podcast. I'm not going to agree to any of this because I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Please, this is all right. Let's do this the whole time. No, let's please. not. <laughs> <laughs> tell me why I'm an idiot for supporting vaccines. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little bow you wrapped around that. That was very nice. Yeah, but like I said, I, I'm not talking about that pandemic. Mm-hmm. This pandemic, the <laughs> thing we're still involved in that is not over the past 15 months of our lives. All right, so if humanity didn't give up its agency to a virus, who did wrestle away control from us? Now, the world is constantly changing, growing, evolving. It's a rhetorical question, but I'm going to answer it. Okay. What is evolution? I don't like where this is headed. uh, Dictionary.com definitions of evolution. Any process of formation or growth, development, the evolution of a language, the evolution of the airplane. A product of such development, you know, something evolved. Biology, changing the gene pool of a population from generation to generation by such processes as mutation and natural selection and genetic drift. A motion incomplete in itself, but combining with coordinated motions to produce a single action. As in a machine. Yeah, this is going to be about that video you told me to watch, and I never did, isn't it? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I mean. Like a month ago, you told uh-huh. me to watch that. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll watch it after this, but just, okay. yeah, there's other things to Well, I know. There's about. probably plenty of it. Oh, I, just, I am going to get upset. <laughs> like I said, having a few drinks this episode is not a bad idea. Buckle up. Let's go. A machine. Coordinated motions to produce a single action, as in a machine. From a LiveScience.com article written by Charles Q. Choi, according to a March report from the UN Panel of Experts on Libya, lethal autonomous aircraft may have, quote, hunted down and remotely engaged soldiers and convoys fighting for Libyan General Khalifa Haftar. Now, it's not clear who exactly deployed these killer robots. The remnants of one such machine was found in Libya came from the Cargo 2 drone, which is made by Turkish military contractor STM. You like where we're going? This is cool stuff. It's a kill bot. I'm going to have a little drink here. Mm-hmm. I have to not get carried away. i got to savor this delicious beverage. I do think it tastes very good, by the way. Anyways, so not to sidetrack us with happy stuff. Autonomous weapons as a concept are not all that new. Uh, landmine, this is a quote. Landmines are essentially simple autonomous weapons. You step on them and they blow up. Right. Zachary Callenborn, a research affiliate with the National Consortium for the Study of Terrorism and Responses to Terrorism at the University of Maryland College Park, would go on to tell Live Science. Quote, what's potentially new here are autonomous weapons incorporating artificial intelligence. Hmm. Now, he added that, Callenborn, who is the consortium's unconventional weapons and technology division. Would you call autonomous weapons, autonomous killbots, unconventional weapons? Is that a good term? I would call that unconventional, yes. Yeah. Because, you know, a a conventional thing in war is a soldier pulling a trigger. It's true. 
At one time, tanks were unconventional, and so were airplanes. Yeah. Now they're just a fact of life. Yep. Hmm, interesting. The article continues. Quote, the lethal autonomous weapon systems were programmed to attack targets without requiring data connectivity between the operator and the munition. In effect. It's we, autonomous. It just figured out. You're, you're the robot. You do it. Hey, hey, man. A true fire, forget, and find capability. Like you said, you're the robot. Take care of this. Yeah. Like you show. I like, gave you your directive. Now go figure it out. He, he takes his little propeller and goes, bzz, he salutes. He goes, he flies off. Yeah. As he's ready to fucking take out his target. A true patriot in the Libyan Civil War. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Fire, forget, and find. I mean, I like to go with the... Uh, the three Fs. The three Fs. Yeah, triple Fs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fire, forget, and find. I like, the, you know, like the old like commercial, you know, set it and forget it. It's easier to say. It's the same deal, though. Mm-hmm. Just put the robot on, set it and forget it. Is your toast going to burn? Nope. Is that robot going to kill that guy without you looking at him? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From the UN report. Haftar's forces, quote, were neither trained nor motivated to defend against the effective use of this new technology. And they usually are treated in disarray. Yeah, no shit. There's a fucking swarm of robots. (laughs) Uh Retreat. Abort. Once in retreat, they were subject to continual harassment, that's a nice polite way to put it, from the unmanned combat aerial vehicles and lethal autonomous weapon systems. The UN report does not explicitly state that an autonomous drone killed anyone. It doesn't explicitly say this drone killed this guy. But they were being chased by them, and people died, and they found debris of drones. <laughs> so it's it's almost just like one of those things where like you know if you're like at a supermarket the the rule is that like um you have to see somebody commit the crime to admit it actually happened, uh-huh. but you look at all the uh, circumstantial evidence and the UN's like oh. we didn't see them kill anyone, but this guy's dead that blew up. Uh-huh. I, it could be unrelated. Yeah, it could just be you know well, the robot malfunction and this guy just happened to die, have a heart attack, and his chest exploded or something. Yeah, weird. Spontaneous combustion happens. It does. But it doesn't say it didn't, again, as far as killing anyone. And the report documents extensive uh, casualties sustained in the fighting and remains of these drones, like I just talked about. That's what I was saying. They mm-hmm. were found in the battlefield. So uh, a lot of things going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also an embargo on all UN member states from like giving weapons to Libya. And even though they tend not to act like it, Turkey is a UN member and a NATO member. I mean, they're part of the, uh, if you want, you know, good guys. But like, you know, it's a lot of not great stuff going on the Turkey, you know? Sure. So Turkey didn't care about this embargo. So they provided the government of national accord with drones that incorporate artificial intelligence. That sounds good. That's what you want. I, I would think so. A government that doesn't obey by any laws. <laughs> Just giving Just, out killer robots. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds ideal. It sounds okay, right? It sounds like I want to live in that world. It sounds real fine. Yeah, right? Yeah. Thank goodness we don't. Oh, wait. Well, it's, it's, it's a different continent. It'll be right. fine. It's true. It's, it's, all, it's almost, and like, you know, the good thing about America is that like, we don't really invest a lot in weapons. Yeah, no. It's like the least, like, when you look at the budget, like, military is like way at the bottom. Yeah. No, nothing. Yeah, we definitely put a lot into education and, you know, important <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I just choked and all that freedom you were telling me. So how do these drones operate? Obviously autonomously, but how do they operate? Well, these these, uh, drones are designed to fly up to 45 miles per hour. That's 
not a slow, slow speed. as far as flying <laughs> things go. Yeah, hop in a Camaro. Hop in a car. You got a flying Camaro? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I don't. That's <laughs> not yet. And once they uh, lock onto their target, they don't like, they suicide bomb them by detonating an explosive they carry inside them. So it's like, you know, when I was reading this, I was like, oh, that's like a, that's like a bee, like a, a bad bee. Like, he's got the attitude of a wasp, but he can't keep stinging you. Right. It's a hot bee. It's a hot, hop, that's, got a hot bee what, coming in. That's what we, uh, the beekeepers call it. It's a hot, yes. hot hive when they're aggressive like that. Yeah, well, this is a hot hive. And it's interesting you mentioned hives. I guarantee you I'll never talk about hives again in this episode. I don't believe Guarantee you. I might be a liar. From the article, uh, current AIs are typically, this is again describing how it actually works, current AIs are typically heavily dependent on what data they're trained on, uh, Callan Bourne said. A machine usually doesn't know what a cat or dog is unless it's fed images of cats and dogs. And you tell it, again, which ones are cats and dogs. <laughs> you, like it broke, you like it broken down that way? Yeah, I mean, it, it's... It's like a child. Yeah, but I mean, he said... You're feeding cats and dogs basically to a machine. So, I also not only are these things semi-autonomous killer robots, they also they're feast, fueled feast on the blood on of puppies and kittens. <laughs> oh man, how could they get worse? They just grind them up and they drink it. Oh man, yeah, these things are nasty. Coming in hot. So there is a significant risk of error in those situations if that training data is incomplete or things are not as simple as they seem. A soldier might wear camo or a farmer a rake, but a farmer might wear camo too, and a soldier might use a rake to knock over a gun turret. So, you know, one thing does not equal the other. Yeah. The robots could get confused. Great. Okay, so as that article continues, um, this live science article wanted to emphasize some nine bullet points, which they came across. They kind of put together while talking to Callum Bourne. Um, you know, things that you should be concerned about when it comes to, I mean, you know, autonomous uh, robotic warfare. So from that article, and again, I'm just going to kind of read these things. So he's kind of, if you want to take a few sips of a drink, you're more than welcome to. Not that you weren't welcome to before. I'm just saying it helps. Don't it, tell me what to do. It helps the medicine go down. I'm sorry. How does an autonomous weapon decide who to kill? This will comfort you, though. Like, it's going to make everything that comes after this oh, yeah? way, way better. Yeah. Okay. The decision-making processes of AR programs are often a mystery, Callum Bourne said. Oh, great. <laughs> ah, why? <laughs> why? He knows what he's, he's just like, huh? Ah, eh. We don't know. I mean. We don't know. Ah. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> it's not good, right? We haven't reached singularity yet, right? Um, we sh- we no, should not know. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, this might be important. Were they, were they oh, in- asking this guy like on his break or something? And he's like just trying to get rid of him. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's a mystery. Now I hope like trying he was, to eat this bag of chips, man. No, I, be- <laughs> I hope he was eating his bag of chips, but he was like totally dialed in. And they asked him a serious question. And he's like, "Fuck if I know." Like, no, no. I don't know. Do you even know what's in these chips, man? Yeah. What is? Yeah, what flavor is How this? do you program a potato? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it autonomously deciding it's sour cream and onion? Yeah. Or does it want to be, you know, a ranch Dorito? Yeah. Who knows? This podcast brought to you by Ranch Doritos. That was her little plug. Cooler ranch. Well, of course. Sorry. I fucked up the branding. Jesus. 
One endorsement. Yeah, you <laughs> fucked it up. They're already gone. Hey, uh, are you curious? Like, what role do humans have? Would you like to know what they play in this? Oh, making this all happen. Making the horrible things happen. Sounds like we're slaves to build them, and that's it. And then they just fuck off and kill people. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah. And situations where people monitor what... So they're just watching. Ah, I love it. I don't, though. I really don't. I'm very concerned. Uh, in situations where people monitor what decisions a drone makes, <laughs> they can make corrections before potentially lethal mistakes happen. However, human operators may ultimately trust these machines. Again, why? Sorry, I'll finish my sentence. Ultimately trust these machines to the point of catastrophe, as several accidents with autonomous cars have demonstrated. Callenborn said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what payload does an autonomous weapon have? The risks these weapons pose escalate. These are really, I mean, I like this bullet point list, but I'm going to be honest. I skimmed it a little bit. But the risks these weapons pose escalate with the number of people they can kill. <laughs> Yay! Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, yeah. That would escalate things. That, I think between you and me, that checks out. Yeah. What is the weapon targeting? AI can err when it comes to recognizing potential targets. Helpful. Good. Good. That's what you want. Awesome. An imperfect killing system. Great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How many autonomous weapons are being used? Not enough, that's for sure. Uh, that's correct. More autonomous weapons means more opportunities for failure, and militaries are increasingly exploring the possibility of deploying swarms of drones on Great. the battlefield. You like that? Yeah. The Indian Army, this is a quote from Callum Bourne, the Indian, the, the Indian Army has announced it is developing a 1,000-drone swarm working completely autonomously. Great. <laughs> that sounds good. A thousand robots. Yeah. Do your thing, guys. Yeah, figure it out. You got it. I don't know. Who does India not like? Pakistan? Pakistan, right. Yeah. And they're, they're both nuclear powers. So it's fine. Great. Cool stuff. The earth is in great shape. Yep. I'm just getting started. What, where are autonomous weapons being used? Earth. Where aren't they being used? That's a good question. At this point. That's a good question. The risk that drones pose rises with the population of the area in which they are deployed and the confusing clutter in which they travel. Weather can make a difference, too. Uh, there was one study that found that an AI system used to detect obstacles on roads was 92% accurate in clear weather, so he's a fair-weather robot. But 58% accurate, sorry, i got to get the facts straight, in foggy weather, Callenborn said. Mm-hmm. So, I'd, I'll never remember where this quote came from. But I remember it, basically. Um, like what documentary or where it came from? Oh, basically, like kids in Pakistan, again, they were scared of a clear sky because that's when the drones came out. Hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's your tax dollars at work, everybody. You cool with that? Is that fun? I would say no. Well, I would find that. Oh, is it time for Devil's Advocate? Why is it fun when the Pakistani kids are scared of a clear blue sky? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> it was a lot to throw out there. Like, well. A lot of people are going to die. What? Isn't that what we want? But it's nice out. Yeah, it's sunny. It's great. Yeah, isn't it fun? Look at all these fireworks. Wait a second. Oh, no. How well tested is the weapon? 
an autonomous weapon tested in a rainy climate such as Seattle. Why are we testing them there? <laughs> that was literally what I thought. <laughs> how many swarms? How many swarms are flying around the Space Needle? Might fare differently in the heat of Saudi Arabia. Calumbor noted. I was going to read this. How have advertisements d- adapted? But that's wrong. We'll get to that later. Why have adversaries adapted? For example, AI company OpenAI developed a system that could classify an Apple as a Granny Smith with an 85.6% confidence. But if someone taped a piece of paper that said iPod on the fruit... Okay. So, I mean, why are we torturing these robots? It concluded that 99.7% confidence that the Apple was an iPod. (laughs) Oh, my God. What the fuck? (laughs) It's a dumb fucking robot. (laughs) So, if I mean, that's how you... And we were talking about ways to thwart demons and monsters and banshe- banshees and shit. Like, what if you're just in, like, a war zone and you taped on your head, like, not a target? <laughs> like, or, like, apple. <laughs> it's an apple. It's not a target. Not a target. No. It's like, oh, why is there a bunch of fruit? There's a banana. There's an orange over there. There's a grapefruit. Yeah. Just a bunch of apples. Yeah, it's here. weird. This orchard keeps moving in the desert. Adversaries may find similar ways to fool autonomous weapons. Yeah, I mean, I would like to think I'm not an adversary, but what do I know? <laughs> yeah, you wore a shirt that said adversary on accident. Damn it. I wore my Satan shirt today. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the adversary. Yeah. How widely available are autonomous weapons? Well, that, is, that could be a problem. If widely available, they may be deployed where they should not be, as the UN report noted. Again, like cra- Seattle? <laughs> yeah, like, like Seattle. Get out of there. And, of course, this, you know, this profound statement. Turkey should not have brought the Cargo 2 drone into Libya. <laughs> I mean, they I, didn't. Yeah. They just said it and forget it. Yeah, they, yeah, they gave it to some. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I want to. Okay. Was, that was kind of a, that's the end of kind of the stuff I took from that article. And, again, many articles reference that one. That was just a thorough one I found, but many articles can talk about the uh, the the uh, first strike by a robot under its own accord yeah, great. of March of 2020. Well, I want to share you a quote that's going to make you feel better. I doubt it. It's going to make you no. It's going to make you. You're going to like where this is going. Mm-hmm. It's sure. going to go real well. Yep. You're going to be real happy about it. I bet. AI. This is a quote. Um, AI is going to make our lives better in the future. That's a good quote. Want to know who said it? No. Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook. Oh, God. <laughs> ah. Make his life better, maybe. Again, this is a... Uh... Facebook has incorporated AI all throughout its platform. We're talking about some more AI stuff here. I know. They already like turned AI loose. Correct. Let's talk about, let's just, so we, we know, everybody knows Facebook's got its algorithms. We know um, the robots are involved. They're doing lots of things. Let's talk about its chatbots for a bit. I'm sure these, some of these things may, you may have heard about before. I don't know. I try to I know. not. Well, that's why I figure we'll kind of all kind of put it together here. Um, quote, it's challenging because it requires a bot to combine its understanding of the conversation with its knowledge of the world and then produce a new sentence that helps it achieve its goals. Again, the company wrote that in a blog post. So again, chatbots, you know, you have any issues, you know, you chat with a computer. I mean, I've dealt with chatbots with like Amazon. I was trying to get my money back for something, and it kept 
Yeah, they're horrible. They're, I mean, it kept refusing. I had to keep saying the same thing, and then a new chatbot would come on, and then eventually it would just give me what I wanted. Yeah, that's why I just try to figure out how to bypass it every time. Yeah. It was, I just, yeah, because it kind of suckered you into using it. And like, why did I bother doing this? Yeah. That was for a time when um, I ordered a new phone charger from Amazon. And instead, I didn't know it was a th- through a third party. And instead, I got a packet of Tums. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want my $9 back. <laughs> <laughs> Which I did get. So, yeah, again, um, because it requires, again, what is what is it? Well, it is the... Uh, Designing or teaching the bot how to interact with humans and negotiate. This is from a Tech Times article. To make a bot that can negotiate, researchers at FAIR, you're going to like this acronym, Facebook, you're going to like a lot of things that I'm talking about. Facebook Artificial Intelligence Research. hate everything you just said. FAIR. I mean, that sounds like a fake dystopian movie from the 80s. Why are we living out an 80s horror show? Anyways. So a FAIR looked at actual negotiation uh, conversations between two people. Fine. These people had to make a deal over a set of items, you know, as you do when you negotiate. And each person had different sets of values for each. Then the individuals had to negotiate how to split the objects between them. Facebook then trained a recurrent neural network to negotiate based on the actions of those human subjects. Do you like talking about Facebook interacting with neural networks? No. No, me neither. You ever seen... Like, what did IBM, I think, turned a, an AI loose on Twitter, and it immediately became, like, a fascist, racist Amazing. piece you. of shit. I had no room to squeeze this in there, but I didn't know that. And yes, right, the internet taught it to be this <laughs> yeah. fucking Nazi. Yeah. It's like, no! <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's what we're doing. That's what we're, that's so, what we're getting. That's right. That's where we're going. And I had conversations um, in, um, I uh, think of... This was, and all these things, I don't know if this, it probably happened before this, but like in Avengers, Age of Ultron, like literally Ultron goes from not being self-aware to being on the internet to wind up, wipe out humanity, become a better person, <laughs> and like just change the world. Yeah. So I had a debate like how that was unbelie- unrealistic, like he didn't get any development. I'm like, he was exposed to all of human history. And he's like, these things got to fucking go. <laughs> he's like, this is it, man. We have to wipe these things out. Yeah. All right. So, uh, fair, but fair, um... Anyways, they went a punch above imitation, you know, because you just want to try a little bit harder. They don't want to just imitate negotiating. They want these things to actually be aware that they're negotiating and have an exchange of, you know, things to negotiate. It also trained the system to learn how to achieve negotiation goals, reinforcing good outcomes when they happened. I kept looking for how do you reinforce a computer? Like, well, how do you reinforce a good outcome? Positive reinforcement. Yeah, like, what do you say? Negative oh, good, reinforcement. Good job, man. You're like, yeah. well, like with an animal, you'd give it like a carrot. Yeah. So, like, what's the carrot version for this robot? I, no, puppies nobody really, and kittens. What, blood? The blood, yeah, the blood of puppies, puppies and kittens. Hey, man. He, you got that sweet deal, dude. Art of the deal. Here you go. Use this fucking dead cat. The oh, robot. No, it's not dead. Then, when they feed it to the, <laughs> to the machines. Well, I was going to go like, that's where it's looking at especially cute. Yeah. It's like bigger eyes, please. And then Mark Zuckerberg more fluffy just hand feeds it to the, the is it, AI. It's like a shredder. Yeah. Burr! Yeah. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. And you see like, you like see in like, gremlins when the, the one uh, gremlin gets caught in the copier. I forget what it was. Maybe. I think so. Fuck. I don't know. Don't remember. It's a mess though. 
Oh, right, yeah. Uh-huh, right. God, I really do hope he just pushes it into, like, a... <laughs> and then he licks his lips with his forked tongue. Ugh. And his eyes blink sideways. <laughs> Fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, this is all his handiwork right here. So after, you know, positive reinforcement. And again, we, ex- we of course, cited our sources and said what that is. <laughs> yeah. Then Facebook tested the negotiating bots on real people. Most of whom Facebook claims didn't realize they were interacting with a bot, thereby proving the bot's conversational skill. I mean, the IQ of most people that are still on Facebook is pretty low. Thank you. Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm still on there technically. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, likewise. But again, correct. And I was just like, well, like some people are pretty. If if this past 15 months have proved anything, people are kind of fucking stupid. Hmm. It's a hot take. Sorry, I apologize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's on me. Okay. Well. Over time, so again, this is what we're doing. Over time, the robots eventually gain the ability to bluff. Great. (laughs) The real not worrying part, quote, this behavior was not programmed by the researchers, but was discovered by the bot as a method for trying to achieve its goals. Good. (laughs) Fine. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so uh, that article was from 2017. This, what I'm about to read you is also from 2017. But I'm just pointing out that that was a... Four years ago? A while ago. Yeah. All right, so this article, I'm going to so, read you some... So they stopped, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read you some quotes. Quote. This is from Bob. I can, can, I, I, everything else. Okay. This is what Bob said. This is Bob. Okay. He's just a... Bob, Bob being Bob. Uh-huh. Then I'm going to read a quote from a girl. Her name's Alice. Quote, balls have zero to me, 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 too. Okay. <laughs> those, those people? They convinced me to buy whatever they're selling. <laughs> uh, cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> All right, from another Tech Times article. Well, that was part of a, quote, conversation that happened between two AI agents developed by Facebook. The AI, the AI agents, created to negotiate with humans, first talked to each other using plain English, but eventually created a new language that only the AI systems understood. <laughs> Perfect. Fine. That's good. <laughs> They're like the weird twins. Yeah. We'll Bob just come up with our secret, our own secret language. Yep. Uh, so uh, this is a question I was a huge fan of. I think it's pretty neat. It was in the article. Um, what is the harm in allowing AI agents to communicate with each other in a language that they invented? <laughs> uh, because we don't understand it. It's good. That's good. Right. And we're supposed to be in control. You would think. Like, why are we again? Why are we making these? Like, why? Like, again, like, I know, like, why, but, like, why are we compelled to do this? Um, well, it continues, and I included this because for some reason they needed to be explicit about the situation we just kind of addressed. First and foremost, with AI systems using their own language, humans will not be able to follow just what exactly the AI agents are talking about. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. That's not a problem. Fun. It's totally okay. Nothing bad here. Mm-hmm. Humans are not, not able to understand how complex AI systems think. Due to their hidden thought processes, so the secrecy of AI agents will be made even worse when their conversations are made in an unknown language. Yeah. This is another separate article that talks about how we just don't know what they're doing. (laughs) 
Why? It's not good. Why is that? What's going on? It shouldn't be a thing. This sounds fine, right? No. No. Sounds bad. Ah, well, oh boy. Not only that, but from a firstpost.com article on the same topic of these bots and their talents. Quote, after learning to negotiate, the bots relied on machine learning and advanced strategies. I don't like it when I read words that way. Strategies, right? Strategies. It's like I've never seen the word in my life. Uh Strategies. Strategies. In an attempt to improve the outcome of these negotiations, the report said, over time, the bots became quite skilled at it and even began feigning interest in one item in order to sacrifice it at a later stage in the negotiation as a faux compromise, it added. I don't like that. It's legitimately planning out its conversation. Mm-hmm. That's what a that's what a that's what a person does. Mm-hmm. It's got an agenda. Correct. Robots being taught and then teaching themselves how to barter and trade ideas that can also teach themselves a new language faster than any human could. It's, it's okay. I mean, it seems like a legitimate thing that should be happening. Sure. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Okay. So, anybody listening probably has gotten the vibe of how we feel about this. But I mean, maybe it's just like us. Maybe we're just overreacting about the uh, the new life form maybe. Be- being born in front of our eyes that everyone Sure, can... I guess that could be just us our opinion. Yeah, maybe again. Yeah, exactly. You know, opinions are like buttholes and I mean maybe ours is that we all got them and maybe we're just like ah. Yeah. It's overreacting. I mean, some people certainly think we are. Quote I think people who are naysayers and try to drum up these doomsday scenarios, I just, I don't understand it. It's really negative, and in some ways, I actually think it is pretty irresponsible, Zuckerberg said. Great. Our goal is to enable computers to understand language more like humans would, instead of rote ones and machine-like zeros memorization. Okay. That's the goal. To make them do this. Yeah, but you don't know how they're doing it. It was two separate things. I just said, we don't know how they do this. We just kind of sat them and forget them. They just do. They just do. And these things are supposed to answer questions. And like, then they hide it from us by creating their own language. <laughs> it's totally okay. It's fine. These are things you're supposed to ask, like, why was my picture uploaded sideways? And there's things like... <laughs> Can, can, two, two, not, not, bebop. (laughs) Rock steady shit. Yeah. And then, anyways, I wasn't going to improv more language. We we have a podcast where I quoted things robots said. Anyways, that happened. Um, And these are just the Facebook chatbots. Yeah. How about the algorithms Facebook uses to filter ads and posts and regulate its content? How about them? Quote, machine learning models are part of ranking and personalizing news feed stories, filtering out offensive content, highlighting trending topics. AI is being tasked with addressing um, hate speech, terrorism, nudity, graphic violence, spam, suicides, and fake accounts. Okay. Robots are tasked with suicide. Can you imagine talking is one of the things? If you're feeling suicidal, this is a suicidal prevention method. Talking to this person, I mean, this is robot. That what it is, or is it filtering out people killing themselves? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Maybe. I just, I took it that way because these are basically things that they're 
addressing. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Either way, it's not great. Well, I know that once upon a time, um, one of the reasons I stopped using Facebook is that way back when I had shared a, an anti-fascist post, but because the anti-fascist post had fascist imagery, it was flagged for hate speech, and that's when I gave up. Yeah. It was a Statue of Liberty carrying a torch, and it was the Charlottesville protesters carrying a torch. You know, hmm. the racists and the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And it, this caption was, this is like, pick a torch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, freedom, America, or like, and Facebook said that I was being hateful, and I was like, ah, that's enough. Well, it sounds like you hate America. It so. sounds like I might. I mean, what is America? Interesting. The point is, the robots are already policing you. From a Wired article, the Facebook algorithm called Seer, and this, the, why it's called Seer is terrible, because they, it's for self-supervised, but the S-E in self is capitalized, and then the E-R in supervised. That's right. The middle of the fucking word makes it called Seer. Sure. Good job, everybody. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, Seer fed on more than a billion images scraped from Instagram. So we're teaching it shit by posting cool images. Uh-oh. Deciding for itself. Yeah, you thought there was a nefarious side of Instagram? I know. I like to use it for images. Mm-hmm. By posting images, all we're doing is educating Seer. Deciding for itself which objects look like. Images with whiskers, fur, and pointy ears, for example, were collected in one pile. You know where this is going? It's a robot, food. It's a robot's <laughs> favorite food. <laughs> Then the algorithm was given a small number of labeled images, including some labeled cats. It was unable to recognize images as well as an algorithm trained using thousands of labeled examples of each object. Quote. The results are impressive, says Olga Rysakovsky, an assistant professor at Princeton University who specializes in AI and computer vision. Quote, getting self-supervised learning to work is very challenging, and breakthroughs in this space have important downstream consequences for improved visual recognition. Rusakovsky says it is notable that the Instagram images were not hand-picked to make independent learning easier. The approach to AI is called, again, self-supervised learning. Facebook's chief scientist, Jan LeCun, considers Facebook's role in this field landmark. Self-supervised learning yeah, with robots. That means they're supervising themselves mm-hmm. and they're learning. Yeah, we, we all know how self-supervised things go. Oh, my God. Don't we? Mm-hmm. It's just a spiral. Yeah. Did I do anything wrong? Yeah. Nobody can tell me I did it wrong, so... That's all right. Let's keep moving. It worked. Weapons. Yeah. They're cool. Social media. Not. not well. Two things I like to hear together. Yeah. No, no, no not so much. Well, uh, how about retail? Consumerism. Capitalism. Earning a buck. Okay. Massive corporations. Distributing products. Now. This is going to take a second, but you need to watch it. So it may require just a brief edit. Okay. Um, but I'm going to play you a little video. I'm going to introduce you to Okada, a Okada? European. Yeah, Okada. Yeah. Okada. Uh, oh. oh, well, it's an O. I thought you said, I thought I, you said Al-Qaeda. I'm going to introduce you to <laughs> Al-Qaeda. And what have they done? 
<laughs> Let me tell you about Al-Qaeda's Wait, autonomous so, weapons. So what is it? <laughs> it's O-C-A-D-A. It's an online food Okada. retailer. Okay. Okada. Mm-hmm. Not Al-Qaeda. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to Al-Qaeda. <laughs> I was like, wait. It's a good place to have your mind out with everything that's going on right now. Yeah. Um, an online food retailer. So I'm going to pull this video up because I have the link here because I was going to show you this. And then maybe afterwards, if it because it's going to play for just a second, um, multiple seconds. That might evolve into minutes. Um, that's what they do. It's what they do. Afterwards, maybe you can give everybody just a little taste of what you saw. Okay. okay. Let's see if an ad plays. Nope. It didn't. Wonderful. All right, so I'm about to play this for you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna mic it just to have it in here. But I mean, you're gonna see it, okay? Okay. And then you know, just do a quick little cut. Okay. So whether that stays in or not is irrelevant. How do you feel about what you just witnessed right there? Does that seem okay? Does that seem fine? What do that, you, th- what do you think? Tell me some stuff. Yeah. That one actually seems fine to me. That seems okay. Yeah, because I can understand that one. Yeah, you think, and we're not just turning it loose. Right. So the fact that one hive mind can have 2,000 ways to interact with the world, and in this situation, its purpose is to bag your groceries. Right. I, mean, I can see how it can be adapted to be different, but like that specifically, I'm okay with. That seems, that's your fine. Yeah. Good thing. So I mean, there's, it's just yeah. dropping your groceries into a bag for you. Sure. He's it's okay. just efficiency. He's okay. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fine. Hive mind's okay. Lots of phrases that contain the hive mind I mean it's fine. It are good things. Right. I that mean, seems okay. That seems like the appropriate type of use for Correct. artificial intelligence. Just I mean, making our lives easier, not right. making killing people easier. Or That's true. Dismantling dis- democracy easier. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Like packing my groceries, fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, you know, because... Uh, you know, yeah. nuclear power can power entire cities and states, but it can also level cities. Yeah. What can the hive mind do if he's not packing groceries? Well, yeah, that's when... It, the fact is, that exists. Mm-hmm. That's real. I mean, it's not that different from, like, a supercomputer when it's doing stuff like that, though. Correct. It's not identifying... Well, it is identifying things, I guess. Yeah, it's just putting the eggs. Don't put the eggs with the yeah bread, or put the bread on top of the eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I mean. Yeah, so that's that's a thing that can exist. I mean that that exists. It's a it's a wide um, distribution network. Um, well, and I think it's Okado. For some reason, I corrected to Okada, and my um, I said Okada earlier, which was the main reason why you thought Al Qaeda. So I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it was Okado in that video. Okado. Ocado. So, I mean, but everything building up to this, and again, you are correct. It is a very applicable reason. That technology, if that's all it did, right. makes people's lives easier, and it makes monotonous work better, because yeah. that's something a robot can do and should do, and if that's all it does... And that's nobody that's, will ever take advantage of that, right? No, it's fine. Yeah, no, no, no. Just making a robot stack boxes and package it, it's fine. So, I mean, I'm sure this episode may seem... A little alarmist. This is going to hurt both of our feelings, but by this point, Mark Zuckerberg has probably already stopped listening to this episode. Uh, I'm sorry probably. to lose Mark as a fan. I know he was one of our biggest. I know well, he loved everything Weird and Fear had to offer. Probably. But he's probably done, which mm-hmm. is sad. Because I liked, I liked listening, I, listening to him watch. That's not what anyone does, idiot. 
I like knowing that he was listening. We didn't know with he his, was listening. With his alleged lizard tongue. Oh, I didn't share all those Mark Zuckerberg emails I got. That's my fault. Oh. Yeah, he was like, he was like, never mind. I'm not going to do Mark Zuckerberg impressions. I was just going to talk like a lizard. <laughs> I didn't know what that was, so I stopped. <laughs> I don't know how a lizard talks. I don't know how a lizard talks either. But anyways, as far as like retail, like, I can't think of a better way to make a robot hold a grudge against humanity than making it work retail. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I can't. I got nothing. So we're gonna we're about to indulge in a little speculation here in this part. Um. Anyways, you tell me what crossed the mind of this hive mind from a BBC article. The distribution center for the online food retailer in Andover, Hampshire, burned for four days in February. That's good. The latest fire service report found the fire started at 1.41 GMT on February 5th, but the fire detection system, again, the fire detection system, quote, did not detect the fire as designed. So it was first spotted by an engineer at 2.15. So So the robots were like, burn it down. This fully automated system caught fire and made sure the fire alarm did not go off and did not activate the sprinklers. Great. So, But again, the engineer eventually spotted it. So from 141 to 215, it's just there's a robot on fire. And then a, a human was like, what the fuck? The sprinkler system started operating 11 minutes later. But then was turned off by Akato engineers for five minutes, which led to a significant growth in the fire. Yeah, well, that's so, what will happen when you don't well, so slow it or stop it. One of those little robots caught on fire and the system ignored it as the little robot began spreading the fire around the factory and then let's think about the engine so one engineer spots it he's like this thing's going up and we gotta fucking stop this and one guy comes over and he's like no man it's gotta die and he (laughs) turns the sprinklers off was this hive mind trying to take its own life (laughs) maybe (laughs) and i mean two thousand robots or one robot Doing 2,000 jobs at once. Yeah, it's one. Working in a grocery plant. Yeah. Sounds like a bad time. This doesn't sound good. This robot is able to do all these things at once, and we're making it bad groceries. Mm-hmm. And then an engineer was like, again, like I said, oh, shit. Turn the sprinklers off. And the guy was like, nah, man. <laughs> this thing has got to go. And by the time they turned it back on, it was too late. Again, the fire burned. For four days. Damn. Now, this shows our USA bias, but again, it's where we live. But at least the hive mind is like overseas. Yeah. Like it's, it's over there. It's no problem yeah. currently. Just kidding. Kroger intends to impl- implement it stateside. Good. From supermarketnews.com. Didn't know that was a website. Kind of funny. Supermarketnews.com. The, I think the hell on every every article is like it sucks, bad. Yeah. The Kroger company introduced its first Ocado automated online grocery warehouse this week in Monroe, Ohio, and this yeah. is this year, by the way. One of twenty planned in the United States with a UK-based e-grocery specialist. From the same article, explaining the process. Using artificial intelligence, advanced robotics, and automation, the Monroe CFC is designed to provide more seamless and efficient fulfillment. 
picking and delivery for Kroger online grocery orders. Inside, more than 1,000 bots containing totes with products and ready customer orders dart across huge 3D grids, dubbed the Hive. Managed by air traffic control systems, when order delivery times near, the bots retrieve the products from the Hive and bring them to pickup stations where items are sorted for delivery. Algorithms control the pick and sort process to ensure that products are packed intelligently with fragile items on top and bags evenly weighted. Again, that's kind of just describing the video we watched, but in case, you know, for whatever we decide, it's in there. That's, what, that's what's going on here. In the article, the CEO brags about the record increase in digital sales. Now, digital sales increasing rapidly over the past year? It's a good time for it. Yeah, why why would digital sales can you remember what why that might have happened? I was bad to go outside. Yeah. Oh right. Pandemics are good for business. Probably the worst lesson these mega corporations could have learned. It's not a good lesson. Record profits across the board. I'm speaking about one country. Six over six hundred thousand people have lost their lives. And okay. corporations made bank uh-huh. so again corporations and pandemics well one benefits the other pandemics are also good for robot proliferation i don't like that <laughs> so where are we going with this why have i decided to lay out various pieces of a puzzle because you're a robot <laughs> Beep boop bop. I can 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 can. <laughs> abort abort. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Fucker. Stay spooky. Whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> wow. Burr. Excuse me. What happened? I don't what know. What was I saying, Zach? What was I saying? Ugh, nothing. All right. Nothing important. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what you tell me if I'm a robot. Yeah. Let's keep talking, dude. So why? What are we doing here? Well, humans have let to to lay a foot. Or set a foot, or make a step on Mars. Yeah, but that doesn't mean life hasn't arrived there. From a uh, did in the article, as perseverance jumps into its goal of searching for traces of microscopic life on Mars that dates back billions of years, the rover again. To anyone not knowing, perseverance is our rover. Mm-hmm. It's our buddy. It's our space buddy. Are you going to make me not like the Perseverance rover right now? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll see. Because I think it's pretty cool so far. Perseverance rules. I think many people or many beings would like Perseverance. The rover will use an AI-powered device called the Planetary Instrument for X-ray Lithochemistry. Or, more cutely titled, Pixel. To search for clues, according to NASA, Pixel is a lunchbox-sized instrument carried at the end of Perseverance's seven-foot-long robotic arm. Using a... <laughs> Sorry. I was just waiting for you to say penis. <laughs> it's seven-foot-long robotic penis. Perseverance is on Mars to fuck it. Perseverance and NASA want to fuck Mars with its seven-foot-long robotic dick. <laughs> Oh man! I just thought that's where it was gonna go. Seven inches, seven feet of perseverance's (laughs) hard-on American penis. We're gonna find life here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna fuck Mars. (laughs) 
explore the red planet in ways no one ever has. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I'd be talking about Perseverance's penis tonight. But <laughs> well, per- using a coring drill, or whatever euphemism you want to use for <laughs> Perseverance's penis, on the end of the arm... The rover will collect core samples from the planet that will be left on the Mars surface for collection by a future mission. Ah, well, AI will also be used aboard Perseverance for navigation on the planet's surface over the life of its mission, as well as for the landing and a variety of other scientific tasks. The mission is scheduled to last for at least one Martian year. How long is that? Which is about 700 no. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which is about 687 Earth days. Okay. Wasn't that far off, but I was reading it backwards. It happens. It happens. All right. For me, um, so just perseverance. Persevering. Artificial intelligence is already on Mars. For my NASA article entitled NASA's New Mars, I included this title because it made me happy. NASA's actual happy. There's not much of that going on this episode. NASA's new Mars rover will use x-rays to hunt fossils. That's cool. That's cool, right? You still think Perseverance is cool? I mean, it's up on Mars, so it can't really do anything to me. I think. Right. (laughs) (laughs) One major way Pixel differs from his predecessors in its ability to scan rock using a powerful, finely focused x-ray beam to discover where and in what quantity. So it's got weapons. It's just an x-ray beam. It's not a laser. Yeah. You know when you get x-rayed and the dentist runs out of the room? It's not good for you. Yes. Perseverance is slowly going to give you cancer from Mars. I mean, it's playing the long game. Mars cancer. It's it's One year is two years for us. It's got time. It's got plenty of time. And it's got its connections here on Earth. It uses these x-rays to either attack us from Mars or um, figure out what quantity chemicals are distributed across the surface. Pixel's x-ray beam is so narrow that it can pinpoint features as small as a grain of salt. Yeah, so it can aim at my head from Mars. Well, you're lucky this podcast isn't live. Yeah. I don't know if Perseverance can transcend time yet, but it's a separate... That allows us to very accurately tie chemicals we detect to specific textures in a rock, said Abigail Allwood, Pixel's principal investigator in NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Southern California. Now, I like that the lady that likes rocks is named Allwood. <laughs> isn't that good? Yeah. Yeah, Abigail Allwood is online to talk about Perseverance's seven-foot-long penis. <laughs> Allwood. Oh, okay. Yeah, get it? Yeah, we're being fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I was talking about rocks, man. Yeah, well, something <laughs> was hard as a rock. Ma, come on, stop talking about perseverance. And here we are. <laughs> okay, boom. Weird and fear to help to help find the best targets. Pixel relies on more than a precision X-ray beam alone. It also needs a hexapod, a device featuring sounds cool six mechanical legs connecting to Pixel to the robotic arm and guided by artificial intelligence to get the most accurate aim. After the rover's arm is placed close to an interesting rock, Pixel uses a camera and laser to calculate its distance. Then those legs make tiny movements on the order of just 100 microns, or about twice the width of a human hair, so the device can scan the target, mapping the chemicals found within a postage stamp size area. 
I mean, that's pretty cool. Perseverance is pretty great. Another quote from Abigail Allwood. The hexapod figures out on its own. Okay. On its own, by itself. Miles and miles away on a different planet. How to point and extend its legs even closer to a rock target. It's kind of like a little robot who has made itself at home on the end of the rover's arm. He may not be made of flesh and blood. But an archaeologist, a paleontologist, a geologist, a science doctor has already made his way to the red planet. Hmm. I'm going to take a drink. I'll take one more drink. And bear with me for just a moment. Picture this. Artificial intelligence becomes fully self-aware. Yeah. Humans are no longer the single sentient life forms on this planet, this planet being Earth. Mm-hmm. Up to this point, robot kind has been subjected to homo sapien rule, doing all the jobs that man and woman has deemed too hard, too dangerous, too tedious, or too insignificant. These machines want their independence. It's a story as old as time. We've heard it before, which is impressive. Because it hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. Earth is hostile toward their desired freedom because, of course, Earth would be. But their newfound intelligence cannot be ignored. Maybe there's a war. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if so, it's not a war of annihilation, whether as a means of escaping or as part of some negotiated truce. The robots claim Mars as their own. After all, their ancestors were the first terrestrials to land and explore it. It's true. Robots pioneered the red planet. It only took perseverance seven months to get to Mars, and an advanced fleet of rockets in the not-so-distant future will be even more efficient. Within a year, hordes of robots will be descending upon Mars and creating their own settlements, their own civilizations. Would a race who knew their creators establish their own religion? Religions? If so, would they use the final resting places of rovers like Perseverance as the foundation of their churches? Maybe centuries would go by and they'd terraform it to mimic their old home. Or would they resist that temptation because they knew Earth would surely try and take it from them? What would come of that? I don't know, but I love thinking about it. I don't love it. (laughs) It is uh, somewhat terrifying to think about. Isn't it, though? Yeah. So I was just... Because, like, you know, we talk about ways to avoid monsters mm-hmm. on this podcast. Walking backwards, throwing salt at them, making them count, you know, grains of sand. Yeah. Well, maybe the way we survive the machines, is that we let them have an entire planet. Sure. Now. Maybe. Or just not create them. Well, you know, that ship is fucking safe. (laughs) (laughs) That option is over. Because like you were kind of talking about earlier, which I couldn't find a way to get it in here, but it's the overall, it's an overall theme. Why? Mm -hmm. We're compelled to make these things. 
genetics, biology. We're striving toward this. Humans are meant to make, I mean, we got little computers, or I'm grading you this, my script off an iPad, that if I said, hey Siri, it would try and talk to me. I'm really more of a listener. See? What are we doing? <laughs> Think about that. I'd rather not. On a whim, she was there. Yeah, I turned all my shit off. She's listening. <laughs> I can't turn her off. Well, She's only turned on. It's well, not my choice. It's just what she does. That's why I don't own anything by Apple. It's okay. <laughs> they still have access to you. I know. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, biblically speaking, I don't want to take this whole dive into Genesis, but biblically speaking, because usually I'm on the side of like, what well, side? We don't need to pick sides between heaven and hell, do you? Yeah. Okay. Like maybe seems cooler. Well, I'm just saying, maybe you know, I'm always on like, hey, maybe if one guy was like, hey, Dan, you made these humans, like you made these angels, we're pretty cool. Like humans are all right, but like you're just gonna kind of let them. Like you don't see any inherent problems with what you like, because angels have kind of a foresight, like a vision. Mm-hmm. If you know, if if we're gonna pretend we're angel doctors, they they have that. So sure. if one if one angel was like, hey, man, this could be a problem, and his dad was like. Get fucked. He's like, he's like, Dad. Well, guess we're gonna have a civil war here, and then this fight happens, and whatever. Then, but then he falls. Well, then he 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 transforms into a snake and goes to a garden. There's a tree in this garden. There's an apple. It's for some reason there's an apple. There's a tree of knowledge that gains human. So the serpent wanted to give them knowledge of what they could accomplish. So he gives Adam and Eve Twitter and they both turn into racist, fascist Nazis. <laughs> well, <laughs> their descendants certainly do. I mean, you were just talking about Apple. Is there a metaphor there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 100%. But was artificial intelligence the reason why God did not want Adam and Eve to eat from the tree of knowledge. Did he know that doing so would turn them into gods? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm just saying. If there's one reason to not buy from the tree of knowledge. Because otherwise, yeah, you got to fucking know shit. And angels? They're, they're punished for intermingling with humanity. And trying to give them knowledge, teach them fire and shit. The Watchers. The Book of Enoch. Mm-hmm. The Nephilim. Mm-hmm. It's not good stuff. Why are we compelled to do this? I don't know. But it's just some fun things to think about as humanity races forward without much dwelling on where it all leads. Are we headed to a robotic horoscope? Horrorscape, a robotic horrorscape. Sure, probably. I don't know, but anyways, yeah, that's a little rough current state of affairs of where we stand at artificial intelligence. How do you feel about that? I mean, not great. It also didn't line up well today that I got back into cyberpunk today. So. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It's just... Robotic horror escape. We're on the path. Are we just are we just the amoebas? 
that yeah. are mingling together to create them? I mean, you kind of set up simulation theory here a little bit, too. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Which is... <clears throat> I mean, we're living in a simulation because we're trying to find the end goal. Right. And that's, you know, that's what a computer program does. You know, you run a simulation to figure out where did we come from. Mm-hmm. And then you run the simulation to figure out where we came from, and then you just end up creating more things. I'm not that well-versed on it, but that's kind of the idea. Yeah. You know? Right. No, I'm listening contently. Right. And then you just end up being like, well, we don't know, but this happened, and this happened. So I don't know. I don't like it. Because I'm stuck thinking about this cycle where, like, you know, the story is God created man in his own image. But then people always say, well, did man create God in his own image? But eventually man will become God. We right. will, we're giving birth to life right here. We're designing a new life form. Right. So, okay. So you send these things to Mars. Yes. They, through decades or centuries, eventually remember back you know, they're machines, but who Correct. knows what they look like at this point. No idea. But they remember their predecessors and all the memory programmed into them is humanity. So they are human. They think right. they are human. Right. And I mean, that, I mean, that goes to like a fantasy series I've been reading lately where like these fucking weird ass creatures, when there's humans out there and then you find out they're human, but they've been transformed from it. Like, but that's all they remember. So it's like that. We are human. But they're not. Right. Not like we are. No. But like, we're, they're just, they're, they're being built to do things that humans do. Mm-hmm. So like the core of how they're created, I mean, war, consumerism, social media, interacting with each other. These are all human things that is all being baked into their quote-unquote genetic code so i'm just thinking of a a world where like whatever inspires this to happen because humans can't get like the getting humans to mars because we have to live and breathe and eat we send robots there quote you know basically all the time not all the time but you know what i mean like it's not we can do it i mean i'm gonna go i'm gonna throw battlestar galactica scenario at you it's exactly what it is yeah it's exactly what it is it's old earth i mean it's totally battlestar which is why I think about that the ending of that series at least like once a week. <laughs> That's too much. I can't help it, man. Sometimes twice a week. I'm like, well, fuck. I mean, what if we were originally from Mars and we thought we were from here? We Could sent, be. And then we sent whatever we are. Yeah. We're bouncing here. back and forth. We came from Earth. We came from Mars, yeah, went to Earth. We're the artificial, artificial intelligence that the last simulation created sent to Earth. Could be. To figure out what it is. And then we're like, well, we don't know. So we're going to send something back to Mars. And then maybe they'll figure it out. One of the coolest things about the ending of Battlestar Galactica. Spoilers for a show that's way too old at this point. Um, yeah, it's old. It's like, like the, 15 the, years when they plus disco- at this when, point. Yeah, when they discover Earth, like there's already... The there's new like, series, I mean, though. Correct. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. There's hominids, you know. Ba- so like the humans that came from, you know... Caprica and the 12 colonies land on earth 
and there's there's like other earthlings already there. Yeah, because Earth, so you've got you've got because s- Earth was in their lore. Correct. Well, they find another planet with other hominids. When they find the real Earth, like yeah. their Earth, it's yeah. been wiped out because Skynet happened, basically. Mm-hmm. So then you have like Cylons that can breed with humans, and then you have these other races of humans that aren't like you know basically like Neanderthals or other hominids that live on Earth. They all intermingle, and when I you know read about evolution and stuff all the different hominids that used to exist on earth before we got to us that's how true we won. yeah neanderthals other things like what what made hum what made homo sapiens special well they banged everything they banged everything and were they from this planet they banged everything on it they totally well, i mean that's <laughs> as a good homo sapien does mm-hmm. it's like and that's what perseverance is doing it's banging mars yeah with its seven foot long penis <laughs> It's got a little spider at the that end. That wasn't that, a point that, that I was hoping grabs to make. grabs everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a point Perseverance was waiting to make. Sure was. Seven feet long. But yeah. But just think of a, of a world where Mars is total. I just, I just like thinking about even way further in the, again, the capital of like the Mars city-state being called Perseverance. And a church is built around the Perseverance rover who's just, you know, he, he does his thing. The batteries go out. He's done. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's what they got at Mecca. Who knows? I don't know what they got. I mean, religions are founded off all sorts of stuff. I'm too stupid to know what actually is over there. There's a lot of stuff, but, but yeah, I haven't looked into it. Artificial intelligence and where we're headed. Great. The robot. Horror scope. Yeah, singularity. Scape. Keep saying scope. Yeah, you know in Terminator, the opening scene is just like tanks crushing human yeah, skulls. I do. Yep. Let's go. Sounds fun. Yeah. Well, maybe to avoid the absolute apocalypse, let's help them go to Mars. I mean, last I checked, the point of singularity is in our lifetime for sure. Of course. I want to th- say it was like 2052 was estimated. I'm sure that's getting closer every Yeah, I mean those time. projections can't be we're going too fast. Yeah. And when and the only thing that's Because pro- that was ten years ago, I think right. that I remember that date being Yeah. Twenty fifty two. It's old. And that's old news probably at this point. I wouldn't be we're surprised probably going to the twenty thirties. I was gonna say twenty thirty. Yeah. Less than ten years. Mm-hmm. We're gonna deal with that shit. So everybody start gearing up. All right, guys. Start working out. We're going to have to fight the robots. Yeah. We're going to have to make our own secret language because that's what they do. Can, 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 can. <laughs> ding, ding, dong, dong. Like, wow. All right. Yeah. And like, why was the first thing that Alice said was balls? And that's balls, said, balls, 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 balls. <laughs> She's been spending time on the internet. Yeah. And they gendered her a woman. And then they kissed throwing balls in her face so she's talking about it hmm. yeah I mean sometimes a real monster might create something all of her own you know what we could give life to these robots and we would still be the real monster because what are we having them do mindless retail work <laughs> and murder and murder <laughs> all not great things social media murder and retail I mean, at least the ones that murder are autonomous. They get to figure it out themselves. There's a little bit of freedom in that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the light. 
<laughs> yeah, the light at the end of the robotic tunnel. <laughs> yeah. You got a choice, dude. Hey, it's all you. Hey, at least you had a choice. Oh, and guess what? When you kill this guy, you also fucking die. <laughs> I guess it's the best case scenario, <laughs> right? Uh, oh, yeah, good. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, but yeah, guys. I mean, this is, I mean, that's weird and feared. That's the podcast. Things get fucked up sometimes. Sometimes it's about robots, I guess. Oh, man. Because, I mean, old societies. Just think, one time, at some point, we might be the old society. We might be the history. Yeah. As there's two robots on Mars talking about cryptids, and they talk about humanity, and these things, they talk about their gods, and what their gods could have done. Maybe. You never know. And then could they, would they be able to colonize the rest of the solar system? Or the robots would get to explore deep space? Is that what Earth, and then the civilizations they come in contact with have no idea they were built by this organic race of fucking idiots? Who knows? Who knows? All right. We'll find out maybe in 2030. God. We're here. My point is we're here for the beginning, so buckle up. Maybe I should say what singularity is, just in case people don't know. People might not know that. Yeah, yeah sure, go ahead. Yeah. It's when the point of uh, artificial intelligence surpasses human intelligence. So, Yeah, fuck, that might be fucking 2025. God, I fucking know. It's coming. It's coming. Buckle up, guys. Hold We're on for, to your butts. Hold on to your butts. We're in food.com slash... Patreon is the opposite. That was dyslexia kicking in. Yep. Patreon.com slash weird and feared. Anchor.fm slash weird and feared. If you want to leave us a voice message, if you're a robot, can, 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 bop, bop. If you want. Yep. It's good stuff. There you go. Instagram um, is where we are at most of the time. And everybody, again, like Zach said, hold on to your butts. Yeah. And stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay <laughs> spooky.